Hello, I'm the Witch in the Woods, and today we're reading King Midas and the Golden Touch, a Greek myth retold by Lillian Stoughton Hyde. It happened one day that Silenus, who was the oldest of the satyrs and now very feeble, became lost in the vineyards of King Midas. The peasants found him wandering helplessly about, scarcely able to walk, and brought him to the king. Long ago, when the mother of Bacchus had died, and when Mercury had brought the infant Bacchus to this mountain and put him in the care of the nymphs, Silenus had acted as nurse and teacher to the little wine god. Now that Silenus had grown old, Bacchus in turn took care of him. So King Midas sent the peasants to carry the satyr safely back to Bacchus. In return for this kindness, Bacchus promised to grant whatever King Midas might ask. King Midas knew well enough what he desired. In those days, kings had treasuries in their palaces, that is, safe places where they could lay away valuable things. The treasury of King Midas contained a vast collection of rich jewels, vessels of silver and gold, chests of gold coins, and other things that he considered precious. When Midas was a very little child, he used to watch the ants running back and forth over the sand near his father's palace. It seemed to him that the ant hill was like another palace, and that the ants were working very hard carrying in treasure, for they came running to the ant hill from all directions, carrying little white bundles. Midas made up his mind then that when he grew up, he would work very hard and gather treasure together. Now that he was a man and the king, nothing gave him more pleasure than to add to the collection in his treasury. He was continually devising ways of exchanging or selling various things, or contriving some new tax for the people to pay, and turning all into gold and silver. In fact, he had gathered treasure together so industriously, and for so many years, that he had begun to think that the bright yellow gold in his chests was the most beautiful and the most precious thing in the world. So when Bacchus offered him anything that he might ask for, King Midas's first thought was of his treasury, and he asked that whatever he touched might be turned into gold. His wish was granted. King Midas was hardly able to believe in his good fortune. He thought himself the luckiest of men. At the time his wish was granted, he happened to stand under an oak tree, and the first thing he did was to raise his hand and touch one of its branches. Immediately the branch became the richest gold, with all the little acorns as perfect as ever. He laughed triumphantly at that, and he touched a small stone which lay on the ground. This became a solid gold nugget. Then he picked an apple from the tree, and held a beautiful, bright gold apple in his hand. Oh, there was no doubt about it. King Midas really had the golden touch. He thought it too good to be true. After this, he touched the lilies that bordered the walk. They turned from pure white to bright yellow, but bent their heads lower than ever, as if they were ashamed of the change that the touch of King Midas had wrought in them. Before turning any more things into gold, the king sat down at a little table which his slaves had brought out into the court. The parched corn was fresh and crisp, and the grapes juicy and sweet. But when he tasted a grape from one of the luscious clusters, 
it became a hard ball of gold in his mouth. This was very unpleasant. He laid the gold ball on the table and tried the parched corn, only to have his mouth filled with hard yellow metal. Feeling as if he were choking, he took a sip of water, and at the touch of his lips, even this became liquid gold. Then all his bright treasures began to look ugly to him, and his heart grew heavy, as if that too were turning to gold. That night King Midas lay down under a gorgeous golden counterpane, with his head upon a pillow of solid gold. But he could not rest, sleep would not come to him. As he lay there, he began to fear that his queen, his little children, and all his kind friends might be changed to hard, golden statues. This would be more deplorable than anything else that had resulted from his foolish wish. Poor Midas saw now that the riches were not the most desirable of all things. He was cured forever of his love of gold. The instant it was daylight, he rushed to Bacchus and implored the god to take back his fatal gift. Ah, said Bacchus, smiling. So you have gold enough at last. Very well. If you are sure that you do not wish to change anything more into that metal, go and bathe in the spring where the river Pactolus rises. The pure water of that spring will wash away the golden touch. King Midas gladly obeyed, and became as free from the golden touch as when he was a boy watching the ants. But the strange magic was imparted to the waters of the spring, and to this day the river Pactolus has golden sands.